Welcome back to Wed Locked and Loaded. Wed, 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 locked and loaded. You women. Do not lump us all in one category. You know so you girls, so you girls. And lie and stress the truth. You and try girls. to get us jammed up. First of all, I'm a whole ass woman, right? Think about no that. No disrespect. Sounds like it to me. So why can't y'all, why, what is it with men that they just can't walk away? Walk away. Depends how good it is. You don't want to give that away. The following conversation may contain material that may be triggering and traumatizing to some of the audience members. We just wanted to give you a warning before continuing this discussion. Ladies and germs, Wedlocked and Loaded is back again for episode 7. I am Daniel Laurent. And I am Leah Nicole. And we're back again. You know, we always try to... um, put the medicine in the candy and you know have some fun and have some laughs and share some real experiences and 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 keep it funky with y'all and just vow to tell the truth you know and the whole truth um we also want to make sure that we are using um the platform responsibly and actually having real conversations that can possibly help someone else um, with that being said, we wanted to talk about, well, I, I wanted to talk about, um, um, you had it right the first time we, well, um, um, we la- just, allow fine. me, Leah, no. we can't allow me to do the alley-oop, right? And then you'll get you, you see what I'm saying? So... So what I but what I want you to understand. Uh, no. So I wanted to bring this up because as a man, I think it's important to have these conversations and there's certain things that I would like to say. And so with Leah's um uh damn, not not condone. Uh, you just messed up my whole flow. Well, I didn't mess up nothing. Damn man. But consent? Nah, that's not what I wanted to say. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right, so whatever. So with Leah's um, consent, permission, um, salute, we wanted to talk about um, abuse towards women, you know, especially in our community and what that looks like. And so what I have realized early on is um, out of 10 females that I know and I speak to, you know, and we have certain types of, we've had certain type of conversations, right? I, I think out of like 10, seven or eight were sexually assaulted. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, you know, you don't realize just how prevalent something is and something so traumatic where it just repeats itself and repeats itself and repeats itself in different ways. Um, and I think more women um, have been assaulted in your circle than you even know, you know? And so we wanted to talk about this and and touch on some points. And I think with traumas, everyone deals differently. Some people kind of tuck it away and just kind of keep working or keep going to school or whatever it is, or they'll tuck it away and they'll um, stay in a relationship and kind of shield that from from happening. But I think it's a certain type of power that you then release when you address it. And maybe not publicly, maybe not with the person, but when you address it to yourself. Meaning when you face it. Yeah. And realize that you're not a victim. You know, you're a survivor and there's a difference. So, um... I wanted to ask you, Leah, like, uh, and share what you feel comfortable sharing, but like, what what is your question? What, what was an abuse that you've experienced? And so whether, you know, physical, sexual, um, emotionally, whatever, however you want to say. I think a lot of times, um, you know, especially early on you don't you don't realize you know that the situation that you in some components of it are actually abusive 
or you know as we say now toxic um and i think you know my earliest experience of of abuse i would say was when i was like you know about, about 12 or 13 I was, yeah, 12 or 13. Um, I remember getting, you know, being new at this school. Meanwhile, I was always new at the school. Golly, I went to so many schools. But um, I was new at the school and, you know, one of the kids wanted to, to talk to me. And like I was, you know, for me, I felt like I was being polite. I just was not interested in giving him my phone number or taking his like you know I just wasn't interested in that I remember getting off the school bus and he said something to me clearly he didn't like my response and he cold clocked me right in my jaw and I was so stunned like I was frozen because I just couldn't believe like you 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 punched me because I wasn't interested in you at 12 I was 11 I was 12 Jesus <sighs> um but either way you know like you know he was around he had he was probably a, a grade ahead of me or two so that meant at least two years older than me but like you are that young thinking it's okay to physically assault another young person a female at that all because you couldn't take the rejection and it wasn't you know let me embarrass you type rejection like even in my no I was being like super polite no no thank you you know um yeah, so that was my first that was my first experience. And now how how was that dealt with or was it? Um it wasn't dealt with. Um like initially like like once I, you know, once I was like, you know, got out of my shock, um I had mentioned it to somebody or whatever and you know like I I had to kind of diffuse that situation. Um I however never told my 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 parents or actually, you know, none of my family members. Oh wow, you know what I'm thinking? That wasn't even the first, my first experience now that I think about it. But it doesn't matter. We'll stay there. So it wasn't dealt with because I diffused the situation um, with the person that I told. And I never told any adult um, about that. Why? Um... I don't, I can't, I can't tell you why my 12 year old self didn't do that or my 11 year old self didn't do that. I was in the seventh grade. Did you not? I was 12. Did you not feel like you had, um, you know, whether it was cousins or like male friends in the neighborhood? Or did you not want to, um, the person that did it, did you not want him to be possibly hurt? So I, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't even know the kid like that. Um, like I said, I was, you know, I was new to the school, not necessarily new to Boston, um, but just new to the school. Um, and I, so I didn't know him, but I definitely didn't like Yes, he harmed me. And then the moment, once I came out of my shock, like I said, like, I, I, you know, I wanted, I wanted him to be hurt, you know. Um, but it, it just would have been too much of a domino effect. 
And although I was, you know, I was hurt, like I just, I was able to walk away from that situation. And I just didn't want it to be, you know, the ripple effect that it could have been, you know, for all parties involved. Now, would you know, if you seen him today, would you remember him? No, I wouldn't actually. Would you be willing to bet that you were the last one that he punched? No. I I, I would not. That would be me losing whatever I'm betting against because I'm absolutely... Like, if he did it that young, there's no way that that was not done later on in life. Now, can people change? Absolutely. Now, <clears throat> now let me ask you... As an adult today, do you feel like you should have chosen a different way of handling that? And maybe that could have maybe spared someone else later? Like, do you, have you ever thought of that? Um, no, I haven't. No. I think... I don't, I don't know... You know, I don't, I don't, even back then, I don't, I don't think that, um, like I, I, yeah, no, no, go ahead, I'm sorry. I think when things are not, um, addressed, some things, some things can repeat because it's something I think that is genetically imbalanced. With, with with some individuals mm-hmm. um, but I think you know whether it's sexual assault emotional assault um, you know like it's usually about power more than the actual thing mm-hmm. and so him punching you like kind of assuming that he knows the difference between like male and female and you know a more dominant genetically you know a more dominant person mm-hmm. you're intentionally inflicting upon someone who is less dominant from a genetic you know like makeup I'll say right like you're you're intentionally inflicting on someone that probably can't defend themselves as well um but like if that's you know if that's dealt with and however way that could be dealt with whether physical in in the street or does that possibly change a person's perspective on something or force change rather um i don't think so right i don't think it i don't think that i, I don't think so I think that um, there was a few things going on in that situation. And so one of them being, you know, he could have possibly, you know, seen that at home. Like that was just something that he saw regularly. Right. And so, you know, what do you what do we do? You know, life imitates life. Right. So because this is something that he's seen um, being done regularly, like th- this is what it's supposed to be. This is how it. This is how it works. Mm. Um, the other thing is, is that you know, there obviously could you know was some, 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 some emotional trauma there. Um, and not really, you know, him not really knowing how to express himself without being physical, right? Like him, you know, I feel like if he was, if he had um, the know-how to express that, you know, he was upset because, you know, I didn't give him my phone number, like I wasn't interested in understanding that, then that action wouldn't have happened. But because, you know, some folks don't know how to 
express their express you know what they are feeling that's just what it results to they acted out and so that was I feel like that was another another one of you know the things that he had going on internally so now thinking back you realize that that wasn't your first encounter yeah so now what was the first one um the first the first one that I can remember um would be at eight years old um and I don't I won't go into it because um it definitely can be triggering but I was I was um I was molested and it was by you know it was by someone it was by a family friend um and that I think that was that was very traumatic and I think that for a long time um I held on to that even though even though I I told my you know I told my mom what had happened um and typically you know like you hear you know kids tell their parents you know something's going on and the parents don't they don't believe the child um or you know they're just they're just they're just not trying to listen or give that any attention and so you know maybe they hear it and they just sweep it under the rug or you know and then they definitely don't address it right because we don't typically do that in you know the african-american community um but you know in that case my story was a little different and my mom you know she did believe me and she did act on it um the press she she acted on it as best as she could um the person was confronted um however not you know not reported it was not reported to the police um i remember being at the hospital and 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 you know being asked a bunch of questions and being checked out um but, you know, we moved, you know, away from where, you know, the incident took place and the person that did it um, and didn't have any contact after that. And so I think I'm definitely grateful that my mother handled the situation the way she did. However, I kind of was upset with her because I blamed her for it happening. But yeah, when I was eight, that was my first experience. So I feel like, you know, when you, when you, um, initiated the conversation, you know, you started off with, um, like abuse, but, but, it seemed like you was going leaning more towards the physical. And I think, you know, one of the things you said early on was that, you know, out of 10 women that, you know, I believe you stated eight, um, you know, were assaulted. And I think it's important to say that like, you know, the, the, the abuse is not, it's not just physical, you know, we are emotionally abused. We are mentally abused. And a lot of times, those scars are the ones that last the longest. Hmm. But a lot of people don't talk about, you know, those particular, those particular ones. Because when you say abuse, you know, you automatically think about 
the physical, right? Because sometimes, you know, there's evidence left behind of it. Vis visual evidence. How many, um, have you had relationships where that was an issue? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, but not, um, yeah, yeah, I would say, <clears throat> I would say I was, I've experienced, um, just about every level of abuse, um, in my, in my relationship. Yeah, I could say that. Now, did you continuously stay, like, afterwards? No, I mean, um, I would say no. I would say no. Um, but even, like I said early on, like, you know, some of it, some of it, we, you know, we don't recognize, some of the abuse we don't recognize as abuse, right? So, you know, like, I would, I was dating, I was dating this guy, and every time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna leave, he would, um, he would like, you know, say it's in the middle of the winter, he would take, he would take my coat, he would take my shoes, and he would leave, he would leave and lock me in his room. And I, I literally, I had. How old were you? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I laugh, but it's, it's not funny. I laugh because as I think about it, it's like, you know, I partially had no business, you know, being at a little boy's house, right? Well, not a little boy, but just being young. Um, what was I 13, 14 years old? I was in high school. Probably, yeah, I probably had just turned 14. And, and how old was he? Um, about 16. He was about 16. 16 is what, a junior? Um, yeah, but dang. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm like, you know. I think we tend to, we don't we don't necessarily take people's people's word at face value, right? And so, um, you know, like I've had dudes tell me like, you know, if they can't have me, nobody can have me. Like that that's abuse in itself, you know. Um, I don't know, like. Like I said, like I've experienced, I've experienced just about every level of abuse. Which was the most damaging? Well, I mean, like, how do you, how do you really decipher that? Um, I mean, some absolutely taught me lessons, right? Um, but I can't say that one was more damaging the, than the other, right? Because I had already been at the hands of abuse early on so it was just like it was just a, just that same scab being picked off the scar still healed you know what I mean but each time it doesn't it doesn't you know each time it, it hurts I would say let, let's just say for lack of better terms um it hurts less for me it did anyway only because I had started already building walls and, and some parts of me was just like, well, this is going to happen. I expect it, so I, I accept it in the moment. Have you ever responded to the person in a physical or hostile way? Um, have I ever? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say. I, I would, the, the, on, the first time and the only time that, um, that the physical didn't get a response out of me is when I just I was I just was completely shocked that that had just happened um each time after that and it wasn't it wasn't too many physical um uh, like there wasn't too many too many situations where there was where we actually fought uh you know, my, me, myself and my then boyfriend fought um 
but the times that it has happened, it was never, uh, it was never, I'm not going to do anything. Like, I'm going to sit there and be a punching bag. It was never one of those situations. The woman who you are today. Well, before I ask that, so would you, if you were writing your book, would you say that, that I was abusive to you? If I were writing a book about abuse, would I include you? Um, would I include include you in that? Um, well, that's kind of a hard question, right? And not because I think sometimes to um, the level of manipulation a person does is is also you know. On 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 their their mate is is also a form of abuse, um, and so I think, and not that you manipulated me, in any sense, but I will say that I do feel like you've taken advantage of, you know. my cool and passive personality. So for that, I can't, I, I probably would do, you know, just a brush over. But, you know, anything else, I would say, I would say I couldn't, I couldn't put you in that, that book for that. Do you think you belong in there? Um, no, but I'm open enough to hear if that's part of your story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, actions that, that were occurring, I, I certainly wasn't intending on hurting your feelings and making you feel away and, and, and questioning stuff and you know that that was never like the intention of it mm-hmm. but the impact of it is what it was mm-hmm. so um, now to me I don't feel that that's abusive mm-hmm. but if you internalize that as abuse like what am I going to say about it you know what I'm saying like I can die in a hell if I've never abused you Mm-hmm. And I think people that make those type of arguments like that are people who are solely thinking physical. I've never, I've never raped you. You're my wife. Right. It's all that type of stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? But like, I think um, I'm super mindful. I mean, the physical, the physical part. I always look, would like do deep dives on myself of, of just like almost like check-ins. Mm-hmm. And so, as just as I was aging, you know, each kind of couple of years or whatever, I would do like little check-ins, and the check-ins would be like, you know, if I'm 16 that I'm not attracted, you know, and trying to trying to talk to somebody who's 12 or 13, you know, what I'm saying when like other peers might be doing that. So then, fast forward. 21 talking to 17 fast forward 35 talking to 20 you know what I'm saying like I am and and I'm so happy about it like I'm actually attracted to older and like you know there's the obvious like you know Janet Jackson Neil Long whatever but like just older like I remember seeing like I, I see um I see girls and like their their mother is more attractive to me so I'm like ah but I'm happy about that as opposed to being one of the other dudes who I just don't like I, I don't I don't think that's cool you know I mean if you're chasing if you're chasing young girls then then no you know um, and if that's like you know something that you can like oh this is all 
I'm 20 and I'm only interested in a 14 year old then then that you know that that's just a separate issue but there are the same way that you feel like you are more attracted to um, to older women there are some men that are just attracted to someone slightly younger and I guess is that is that wrong or oh, that's just judgment I mean I, I feel like that's wrong because it's a power thing it 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 technically should be wrong right but again like to each his own like you can't just because it doesn't work for you doesn't mean that it's not it it doesn't it doesn't work hmm. I mean I know like even early on I was not I was not into ever being intimate with you know a girl who's an super intoxicated and she can't even move uh-huh. you know what I'm saying like that I was never into that I mean like at I what think, point at what point were you around that um I, I mean I don't I don't know how to answer that I mean that's a you go to house parties it's I mean um I need you to elaborate sir for what Lee you, you weren't even thought of at this point I'm just asking, like, when did this happen? I wasn't thought of, sir. I mean... I need you to figure that part you out. You weren't thought of by me. Lie. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. When do you think we met? Like, what are you talking... No, ta- when what, do you think we met? What are we talking about? Anyway. Like, <laughs> Anyway. I'm just trying to figure out when this happened, that's all. <sighs> You see her eye sockets? Because when I met you, you wasn't able to drink. Leah. Not legally. Leah, Leah, Leah. Look, we're not going to have such a, um, a serious show and you're going to inject it into it. It's not both. Leah, you went, to big, you went to Big Daddy's when you weren't of age. Are you kidding me? Um, I was. I was 18. You was not. Um, I was definitely. Well, you was definitely going into clubs that were twenty one. So big so, daddies on whatever night it was, they yeah. was yeah eighteen plus uh-huh. for the females. Uh huh. So and what about Guido O'Shea's and and so all other? So you just doing dumb stuff. I'm not doing nothing dumb. Let's you, talk you about. You mentioned one. You mentioned but now I'm mentioning two. What's up? What's up? Tell me what's up. So yeah, I did go to Guido. Yeah, that's twenty one plus, you know. That's not my business. <laughs> Leah. You cannot be deceitful. Who is be do uh, you got your way of where you just flip stuff and just mm-hmm. put it on me when we talking about you. <coughs> I see you. <coughs> <coughs> Oh. Are you okay? Oh. Did that lie get caught in your throat? Leah. <coughs> what happened? Shut put up. your hands over your head. You put them over. So, I don't even remember what... what I don't even and you remember. was just saying that you wouldn't be interested in, in being with... Um, Someone who is uber intoxicated. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. So you know that, and that could be um, definitely borderline or or blatant rape. Yeah, I mean well, we have all watched <laughs> enough episodes of S um, SVU to know. Well, see, the thing is that that becomes gray, and this is, I think, this happens way more than is acknowledged but there's the blatant rape where it's like you know pull you from an alleyway and like rape you on the side of the road and like your clothes are ripped off mm-hmm. or there's you know we go on a date had a good time kissing maybe a little bit of touching and, the and then and then you were saying like no let's wait and the guy's like, no, 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 he keeps going. Yeah. And depending on you, you'll either be super like, no, get off me, no, and like kicking and swinging, or you just shut down and go into survival mode. 
and you know that this person solely wants this thing so let me just deal with it bear it give it to him and then he'll leave me and then I'll survive it's like those type of things I think happen so and because you because the person is responding that way and not fighting the person in their head is taking it as I'm not raping you um well and sometimes you know I I just because you are not fighting um and sometimes you know your body responds in a way um that may state that you in fact are enjoying what's happening yeah but your body's Um, just reacting of course yeah of course but then there's other parts of your body that are not are not as reactive in fact they are the opposite so you don't need anyone to say after they've already said no or stop to verbally say it again if you continue with the act because there are parts of their body that will let you know that this ain't it. I don't want this. Do you think there's more um, there's more than that of those situations? More than that of what situations? of the the guy can look at it as gray in that I mean I really he, can't. he didn't he didn't he didn't take it from you I can't I can't um and I won't like really speak to that because you know where we like I would just be being presumptuous um because I'm not in that person's head. You believe a husband can rape his wife? I believe... Yes, I believe a husband can rape his wife. I believe... If you have been intimate... And I think that's the board... That's where... It, for some people... You know, it can get gray, right? But like, you know... Just because you was intimate with somebody... Um one time does not mean that you know you have free access to it for you know for whenever wherever and some some people think that and that's why they feel like you know a husband can't rape his wife but even if you had no intimacy but had just a friendship relationship like Oh, I know her. Oh, I know him. We've been cool for mad long. I can't. How I rape, you know, how I rape or how did I sexually assault this individual if we know each other mm-hmm. and we're friends? Mm-hmm. Or I love her. You know? Well, what do you, do you have, do you have or have you had friends that that were going through like extreme examples of one of the I mean maybe all at once but like the emotional or the sexual or the physical and uh, and, yeah. and, and what did mental. you like what did you did you intervene did you make yourself available did you kind of just turn um, around um I definitely was not anything that was ignored and again, this was all at very, you know, very young age, right? And so there's certain things that we, we were, I was aware of um, and could recognize one, either A, because I bared it or I was a witness to it. Um, but yeah, I have had, I had a friend who was experiencing all levels of abuse um in a relationship I mean she didn't stay in fact the day um and it the day that the day that it could have been deadly like she ran she she literally ran to my house and 
you know, let me know like what was going on. And I think what I think is so crazy is that, you know, we are again, 15, 16, 17, possibly, you know, yeah, we were about 16 when this happened. She ran it, you know, she ran to my house. I'm so grateful that I was home at the time. Um, but she ran to my house and she let me know. She's like, oh, you know, I was breaking up with him. Um, and I told him that, you know, I didn't want to see him anymore, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he came with the mental, he came with the physical and the, like, he just grabbed her up. But then when she was not backing off of, you know, her stance, like, you know, he pulled the gun out on her. How old were you? How old was she? We were about 16. Yikes. Yeah, we were about 16. I mean, definitely grateful, like, he didn't follow her. I'm definitely grateful, you know, he didn't try to make his way in, like... I didn't have nothing. Nothing that, you know, could technically compete with a gun, you know? Wasn't there something on the bus? Uh, yeah, there was something on the bus. I was, I was attempted, somebody attempted to rob me. Um, and they pulled out a box cutter. And this is back when the, the buck 50s, everybody was showing that. The scar faces. Probably. I just remember being home probably like the day before watching Montel. And um, he had he had people on there that had to have reconstructive surgery um, because of being cut <laughs> with a box cutter. Hmm. And this particular person had a scar from her lip to her ear like and that was all I thought of when he stood over me on the bus and from that day I was like man cause what he said to me you know he didn't take nothing I didn't get I didn't you know I didn't give anything and I don't even know why I was so steadfast on on not complying but I didn't comply um and what he said to me he was like, I see you all the time. I'm going to get you. And from that day, I was like, psych your mic. Because you ain't seeing me on these damn buses. And I had stopped I had stopped taking the um, public transportation for years. Anywhere I went, somebody was picking me up or sending for a cab. But I was not getting on the bus. No, sorry. Hmm. Before, so for for the woman you are now, the age you are now, yeah. Um, when there are women that are going through this, yeah. Like, what do you? What do you? What do you feel, or what do you think, or do you? Do you empathize? Do you judge? Like, what do you feel about knowing where you are right now and, like, where you are in your relationship? Uh, and so I I do my best to try not to, like, compare myself or my situation um, to other people's. Um, I think that... You know, if somebody is in a situation right now where they are being abused, you know, it's not it's not up to me or for me to say it's time for you to leave. Like you need to get out. Because no matter how many times you say it, nothing changes until that person is ready to to make that change on their own. Now, with that being said, you know, I will be a listening ear. Um, I'll even be a shoulder. I will and I can advise, but I can't judge or I shouldn't judge 
if they choose to stay. But, you know, all I all 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 anyone can do is ask self-reflective um, questions, you know, to give that person an opportunity to actually to think about, you know, what is happening um, and why, why are they why are they accepting of the behaviors? Is, is there is there something again who you are? where you are in your relationship, the age that you are, um, would you, is there something that you would say to, um, the boy that locked you in his room? Um, I don't know if I would, I mean, I don't know if I would, if I would, I mean, we, oddly enough, we stayed friends, um, after we, you know, we were we were pretty good friends after um we broke up or whatever and i i didn't i think at the time i didn't necessarily look at it as abuse right but that was definitely like he manipulated the situation like he was controlling the situation which in turn controlled my moves right but i didn't look at it as abuse back then like in my head it was like ha ha he's so crazy he really likes me you know like that was my 13 14 year old brain like this dude really likes me he's crazy and that's crazy and that's crazy that's crazy I think that um having a community is important yeah and you know without going um so in depth about it because obviously it's 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 ongoing. Um but you know, the the murders that happen with uh with Jada Jada Star and Deja Star and uh and Sherelle. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it it's. I would be interested to know if the things that they experienced or were feeling, if they had an opportunity to to ask for help. And so I think that um, again, it's you know, it's easy look. It's easy, you know, looking in from the outside and, and thinking that you know people shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? I think that a lot of times, again, like when you're in these situations, you don't necessarily realize that you're actually in these situations. Um, but to go even further, you know, you don't, you, you know, you 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 tend to to believe because you so strongly want to believe that this will never go past this he won't he he might do this but he would never do that and you know who's to say that you know they they did have they had the space and used it and and because they weren't technically ready they chose to stay or continue because that's what happens. Again, not necessarily in this their situations, but just overall, right? Like I know I <clears throat> you know, I I dated somebody. He definitely lied to me about his age. He was definitely much older. Um and I thought she was talking about me. No, you when... <laughs> I mean you definitely did you did lie about your age. I did um, not. I'm not going to play this game with you, but you definitely lied about your age. You told me that you was older. Oh, young self. Anyway. Young tender. Um, <laughs> you know, he lied to me or whatever. And um, anyway, probably like a week later, like I ended up, you know, breaking up with him. Uh, once, like a week after I found out that he lied, I ended up breaking out with him. Um, 
and not because he was uh, you know but I felt like he was abu he wasn't abusive to me um I ended up I, for whatever reason I was you know was we, I was at the house chilling or whatever and for whatever reason I had I counted I was like I counted the condoms and I was like yeah there was some condoms missing that you know we didn't use right and like I, I was like yeah I'm out you know like you're not gonna be you know messing around on me or whatever broke up um and for weeks like you know like he was calling me I wasn't answering the phone for him he was calling you know he was calling other people to for them to get in touch you know trying to pass messages to through them for me to get in touch with him and of course you know people are feeling sorry for this dude and like pleading with me like yo just talk to him you know, blah, 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 and I'm like, like, I'm straight, and, like, he had other people calling me, like, his people, um, and then, you know, I, I, I won't, I would never forget, like, it was a snowstorm, and he was like, you know, let me just come pick you up, you know, I just want to talk, and, um, I'm like, you know what? All right, fine. Like, because he was just super relentless. Um, and so on this particular day, I was just like, whatever. Like, I, he wore me down that day. Picked me up. We were talking. I wasn't really feeling nothing he was saying. Um, and I, you know, I was like, all right, I'm out. You know, like, this is going nowhere, you know? and like I said early on like he never you know like he he never showed any signs of he never showed any signs of abuse um like he never yelled at me like like you know like we never argued like that when I found you know the missing when I found that there was the some condoms was missing you know even that like it wasn't no spectacle you know what I'm saying but um I remember trying to leave and like you know he stopped me he like blocked me at the door um and you know he you know triggering trigger warning he um he he proceeded to rape me and you know I fought back um and like I remember literally like being like all my body weight plus his body weight like I'm literally on my neck I can just feel all that pressure on my neck and that's just you know for me like fighting and at that point he got tired of fighting with me and I'm thinking he's you know not gonna try anymore or whatever um, but instead like you know he goes he gets a gun and he puts a gun to my head at that point, I would take it, take it, um, and, you know, I, you know, I remember giving up in a sense of where I wouldn't be physical, physically fighting, you know, fighting him, um, but, yeah, I remember talking, you know, like, during, you know, during it, like, I remember, like, just talking to him, like, you know, this is how you, this is, like, this is what you're gonna do, this is how you really want it, um, and just saying whatever I could say to, like, in my mind, like, bring him back down to earth, because I felt like he was not, that person that I thought I knew was not there, um, and, you know, he, he stopped, he ended up stopping, and it was weird, like, he went to take a shower, <laughs> and at that point, like, you know, I gathered my stuff, and I, I just ran, and I ran, and I ran, and that, too, you know, <sighs> I didn't, um, I didn't report it, I didn't, I didn't report it. And 
actually it's funny like I, I like when I couldn't run anymore the, there was a bus there and I got on the bus and I seen one of my my girlfriends on the bus and I remember blurting it out to her and I think that like the way that it came out clearly she wasn't expecting it right um and she tried to be as consoling as she could be, you know, on the public transportation. Um, but after I said it to her, I didn't mention it to anybody. I never mentioned it again. Like, you know, even, you know, he's now, of course, like he's, you know, he's still calling. He's still calling. He's calling, calling, calling. Um, and he's calling around and he's doing the same thing he did, you know, that day like having people contact me from both sides his side and mine but I never um I never I never mentioned it I mean and I damn sure didn't like go back or even have another conversation with him and do you ever see these people <sighs> um I saw this dude one time and my reaction was to, it was, you know, we was out in the spot that was pretty crowded, but my reaction was to duck and hide and get away. Like, I just, I wanted to become invisible to that person. And that was the last time, that was the last time I seen him. And this is all in Boston, right? This is all in Boston, yeah. Yeah. So, the thing that makes me really feel, you know, you never really know. Yeah. Because you, you know a person, but then you don't know how they are mm -hmm. when you close the doors. Mm -hmm. um, but there's just so many, I feel like, Predators and violators amongst us just roaming freely. And, you know, the only reason it's not widespread known is because people deal with things differently. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times the victim and the survivor ends up in a very weird, twisted way becoming a protector of the same person who who attacked them. Um, yeah, I mean, I can see how you can see that. That's the part that's just very, like, and it just makes it an awful cycle. Because if but somebody violates you, and yeah. then whatever happens, whether legally or otherwise, and they're dealt with, and there's consequences, and there's some action, I think the closure and the process for you can be a little different. But it's solely different when well, there's no closure. Can, I think that you can have you can have closure um, without being without there being any violence. Um, I just I lost my, my train of thought, so my apologies. But but I think that you know you can have closure without. Without without there being any violence, and and I think that it's not, a lot of times it's not because you know the survivor wants to protect um, their abuser, right? Like I think it's just it's you know what I said early on, where you know it's a ripple effect. You know, like it's not it's not just one person being hurt, and like you know every action you know for every action there is a consequence and so like let's say my people go ahead and go retaliate and deal with the situation you know go and deal with the situation now now their people might feel like they need to deal with the situation like it's just you know it that is just too much but why do you as a as someone who is victimized why do you care i think that victim being a victim or not or being a survivor or not right like just some people are, are just built that way and it's you know you care because 
that 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 ripple effect can can come back and have some serious some serious consequences. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want my people hurt or in jail. Hmm. You know, and not because I don't feel like I'm 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 not worth worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because I would like to think that I I you know I am worth it. You know. Um, but just, you know, I, I don't want, I don't, I don't need the pain from this side. And now the mental, the mental pain from this side and even the physical, right? Like I don't need the abuse pain from the other side, but I don't, I don't want my heart hurting and aching because of something that I said or something that was done to me, they wanted to take care of it, and now this situation is just going back. If I don't want to be the cause of of my people being hurt hmm. or in jail, you know, like so, it's not about protecting the other people; it's about protecting your people. It's definitely, um. <clears throat> And that comes with some level of maturity too, you know, like not everybody, not everybody feels that way or, or thinks that way. And, you know, being that person, like it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, an, it's not always an easy thing. Thank you for um, sharing that and being um, vulnerable and open enough to, to share um, a truth that a lot of other um, women who we speak to all the time may not have the the, the comfort to um, to share with a loved one and to release that burden yeah and I think that's important and I think um, it's needed I think the space is definitely needed um and I also believe that it's important to to release that burden. And I think that once, um, not I think I know for certain that once I once I was able to verbalize and, and, and well, once I was I felt safe. I felt like I was in a safe space to verbalize those things. Um, No matter how much I journal, once I was able to to express those those feelings and and those things that happened to me, I feel like you know I softened up in terms of you know like the wall that was you know being built around my heart, you know. Hmm. Um. Did you still want to do your thing, or do you want to save it for the next? I'm going to save it. Okay. Um, is there any final words that you would, is that your final, what you just said? Um, if I would, if I had to uh, make a, a closing statement, I would just say that, you know, I don't have any hotline numbers. But, um, you know, if you think that for any reason that you are in an abusive relationship or if you are experiencing any type of abuse, um, find your person, find somebody that you can confide in and think about why it is that you continue to, to stay in, the, in an unsafe relationship. And then figure out, you know, one if you're ready, but once when you are ready, what your next move is. And once you get out of that situation, you know, do some do some 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 reflecting, some self reflecting. 
do some self-reflecting. Um, and hopefully that you know, once you do your healing can start. Well, that's been an addition, um, how the most personal for sure, thought the last one was personal, but, um, I think we're just kind of organically going in different pockets and different spaces. Um, so this is uh, what locked and loaded episode seven. And thank you to everyone that um, listens and likes and tells a friend. We appreciate it. And um, yeah, this is signing out. Peace out. We're locked and loaded. Well, well, we're locked and loaded.